Wake Up World. You are now tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I'm your host, Devon Pouncey. We're in the Pack West Center in downtown Portland, which is the home of 1029 and 750 The Game, which is also the home of the Justin and the show, Monday, 9 a.m. to noon. Be sure to tune into that whenever you get the chance. Uh, be sure to subscribe as well to this podcast, Wake Up and Win with Devon Pouncey. We're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud. You can find us either way. And uh, yeah, subscribe, man. It's free. And there ain't nothing to it but to do it. It's free. Also, big news. We got merch, baby. Mm. We got merch, baby. The and merch it looks good. And it looks good. The merch has come in. We're working on the site right now for it. And it'll be up and for sale starting next week. So next week, you'll hear us promoted on the podcast as well that we do have the shirts up for sale. But we got it in. The merch is in all as well. It's looking good. So be ready to uh, come out and support that if you may. We'll be selling shirts. We got a couple different colorways. Think you all gonna like them. So be ready to support the podcast in that way because we do got Wake Up and Win merch. And I know you all love this podcast. So might as well support. Might as well. Might as well support. You can as, wear it. Yeah, as you already know, we got young Rod in the building. What up, Rod? What's going on, world? Man, you know, you know, just chilling out. So the NBA has started. It's official. It was the exciting first two days for the NBA. Exciting first couple days. I mean, I I was I'm impressed with some people, man. I actually I put out some bold predictions this week. And first of all, let me get this clear. They were bold predictions. I didn't go with the obvious. I didn't go with who I really think may win. I went out the box right. with these predictions. So this week, before the season started, I put some predictions out there. Um, I wrote a blog. I do a daily blog. So y'all start checking those out, too, on 1029thegame.com. I do daily blogs. So when this week started, I did a blog for the NBA. And I think I was – I did all right. I think I did all right on the blog. Like I said, I didn't go with – I could have said who's going to be the Western Conference champions. Right, I could have said right. the Golden State Warriors. I could have said the Spurs or the Rockets or the Thunder. But I wanted to go out the box a little bit for the Eastern Conference. I said I could have said Cleveland. At the time, that gruesome injury didn't happen to Gordon Hayward right, yet. Right, right. So I could have easily said the Boston Celtics. But I wanted to kind of go out the box with these picks right quick. So first off, my pick for the MVP this year is the Greek Freak. Oh, man. The Greek Freak. That was my first pick for MVP this year. Okay. I mean, he got off to a good start. He played against the Celtics last night and had hey, 37 and 13. He on I'm my fantasy saying. team, too, so I was pretty happy about yeah. how he played. I'm just <laughs> saying, the dude went absolutely nuts last night. He uh, he balled all the way out, so I'm just saying, man, watch out for the Greek freak. Watch out. Definitely. He's something. Definitely. He's something, so uh, that was my pick. Now, for the Western Conference, the team that I had to win the Western Conference – like I said, it's a bold prediction here. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota. Mm. I think they got a hell of a team. No, they do. They definitely I, got I, a hell of a team. I, I really think they got a hell of a team because you have Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. They're two young stars. I mean, they're two legit young stars in this league. They're going to be. They both averaged 20-plus points a game last year. Right. Towns averaged 12 or 13 rebounds, I believe. Yep. He's... He's by the general managers. They did a poll at the beginning of the year. 
And uh-huh. the GMs had to, it's a unanimous or it's a, it's a, they did a poll basically where the GMs had to pick what player that they would um, start their team, start with. their team with. And he led the, he led the poll. I believe it. I believe it. So you got Carl Anthony Towns. Now you bring in Jimmy Butler, an all-star, a two-way player, somebody who can ball, who can flat out ball. Right. Then you have Jeff Teague at the point. And and I've talked about Minnesota here on this podcast before and how good I think they could be. Jeff Teague got playoff experience. He's been around. He he knows the game and he doesn't take away from those three of being true legit stars and being able to go out and score and have to worry about they don't have to share touches with Jeff Teague he'll, exactly. he'll get his touches from within the offense and he's willing to come out and distribute but he can make big shots if need be he can he can hit when he needs to hit right and then you got one of the best six men of all time Jamal Crawford coming off the bench Jamal Crawford so I just think they're pretty good. Taj Gibson, he older, but you know he he's been around the game. He's a solid. He's player. He's a solid player. Been around the game. So that was my Western Conference prediction. My Eastern Conference prediction was the Washington Wizards. I like that. And I think now so, and I don't want to desensitize the Gordon Hayward injury because that was nasty. It was awful. Prayers out to Gordon Hayward definitely, after that definitely. injury. But the Washington Wizards. I feel now have even more of a chance to at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals because yeah. I don't think the Celtics are going to be in their way anymore. Right, yeah, and then whenever Gordon Hayward do come back, which I don't think he'll be back this season, um, I, and even if he do... And this is the season I made my predictions for. So Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, but, so, but even if yeah. he does, it's like I don't know if Gordon Hayward is going to be able yeah, to... Yeah, what kind of player are you going to yeah, get Yeah, I don't him? know if you rush him back, really. Yeah, yeah, I think I, you just I, I let say, him sit for the year. Because you got a young team. You have exactly. a very young team. And, and the thing is, if I'm Boston, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it from this perspective. LeBron's probably going to go to L.A. next year. You weren't going to win the East anyway this year. Exactly. Now when LeBron leaves, D. Rose probably going to leave. Dwayne Wade ain't coming back. They only signed one-year deals. It's not yeah, like that they Cleveland signed. team is done. That Cleveland team is going to be – their heartbeat is going to be gone when LeBron decides to leave. Now you get Gordon Hayward back. You got Kyrie. You got the young guys who, who are forced to step up now on this Boston team because they don't have Gordon Hayward there. Still got Horford, still got your guys. They can end up running the East next year. Easily. So I would get him right and kind of think about the future because you got a young team. He's got years left on his contract. And reality is LeBron will probably be gone. So yeah, exactly. I would kind of bank on And even if he doesn't leave, you still have a future with the Celtics program. So that's – I think Washington is a little more realistic now. Because Boston's not going to be in their way this year. They're not. They're definitely not. So, uh, rookie of the year, I had Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. He he can light it up like crazy. Most improved, I had Nurk, Yusuf Nurkic here in Portland for the mm. Trailblazers. Okay. I think I think he's going to take this team to another level this year. I saw him. I, I was fortunate enough to see him live in the flesh for a lot of those 19 games that he played with the Blazers last year. I was able to see him right up close and personal and how much he really truly affected that team and how much better he made that team once he came. Yesterday they got off to the biggest win. They, they had the biggest win in season opener history, yeah, they beat what, the Phoenix Suns points? by 48 points yesterday. I think they're going to be a completely different team and going to be a next-level team with him there. 
Um, defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. I don't think that's that bold. Right. Sixth man of the year, I picked Iggy, Andre Iguodala. Coach of the year, Tom Thibodeau of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And NBA executive of the year is Sam Presti of OKC. Mm. What you think about them predictions, man? It was a little bold. They, they were bold. Um, for one, it's because of the obvious um, when it comes to Golden State Warriors and, and Cleveland Cavaliers, you know. Right. That, that's just, I think 90% of people votes will go to them two teams. So, right. yes, they're bold predictions, but they all make sense, too. You know, they all got their reasons. Um, some of my predictions are a little different. Yeah. Let but, me know some of yours, man. So, to come out of the West, this going to sound biased, huh? I think uh, Oklahoma City can come out the West. Why you say that? It don't sound biased. They they there. I, I think because it just depends on how they mesh, but I feel like if they can get Carmelo to play like Olymp- Olympic Melo, where he's he's kind of a, a the stretch four. He's he's a, a catch and shoot player. You can definitely get him some ISO touches. Um, I think Paul George is a, a one of the best two way players in the NBA. Where he plays very hard on defense, and he's also gonna get easy buckets. He doesn't need necessarily need ISO ball to, to score. He can come off screens. He can run transition. He can spot up. So and um, Russ just needs the ball the whole time, right? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. Not necessarily. Carmelo Russ, needs the ball the whole time too, right? No, 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 no. Oh, so you think they can play together is what you're telling me. They can play. They can. Will they play? Man. Will they match? I don't know, I'm, man. I'm, I'm going to say this. They're either going to be hit or they're going to be missed. So this is what There's I think. There's no in between with them. I think this first half of the season is not going to be It's not going to be pretty. I could be wrong, but I don't. I, I think it's going to get take time to get used to. But Carmelo is in the stage of his career where he needs he wants to win a championship. Partly the reason why he went to OKC because they have two other superstars, and this is a league where you need superstars to compete. So I think he's he understands, and I know they hear all this talk about how they're gonna work, who needs the ball, and and who's gonna shoot the last shot, and how they're gonna work. So I just think. If they can get over that and become how the Warriors are selfless, they first could. of all, first off, all first right, off, first off, first off, <laughs> of course they hear all the noise. They've been hearing all the noise their whole career. Russ been hearing the noise that he didn't pass the ball to KD. Carmelo been hearing the noise all his career. Paul George hasn't really been he- been hearing the noise, but Paul George has never had a teammate. <laughs> Paul right. George yeah. played for Indiana. They were sorry. They they made it to the conference finals. They were cool in the sorry Eastern Conference, but he didn't really have a teammate over there. So Paul George doesn't know how to play with other stars. And the Warriors – what the Warriors did was real. What the Warriors did was authentic. What the Warriors did, they did from within. They did it organically for the most part, obviously, until they traded Kevin Durant over there. But Kevin Durant went there because he was selfless and he wanted to go win a championship. Right. He wanted to win a championship and he was willing to do what he had to do to fit into that team. And obviously, they wanted to continue winning championships because they'd gone to the championship uh, championship for two seasons prior. Prior to that, and they had also lost the championship after having a 73 and 9 season. That left a bad taste in the Warriors' mouth. They got a different kind of experience when it comes to who they are and why they were able to work when it comes to being able to bring Kevin Durant to the Warriors. He was selfless, they were selfless. 
it was able to all work out. They already knew what it was like to be champions, and right. they already, outside of Russell Westbrook, they already knew what it was like to lose in an NBA Finals as well. So I think it was a little bit of a difference there because Carmelo don't know what it's like to, to play in the NBA Finals. Paul George doesn't know what it's like to play in the NBA Finals. True. Russell Westbrook was there a long time ago. He lost, but he was there. So let me ask you this. So you think after – all right, so Carmelo's been on the Knicks and the Nuggets, and he's got close with the Nuggets, Western Conference Finals before, which yeah. was a very long time ago. Right. But I think he's in a point where he wants to win. Uh, with Westbrook last year, he got to play by himself. Now, I'm not sure how much he liked it and how much he didn't like it, but – as me personally, I wouldn't have wanted to carry the load like that all season to the point where I cannot come out the game. Until you win an MVP and you get a however $200 million something dollar extension and all that changes. Okay, but he has that now. So do you, don't he you think— He just got it. He just got it. Yeah. But he has it now. He got it. He so, does. So let me ask you, do you think he doesn't want to change up his mentality a little bit? No. Not at all. No. So you think he will play the same way? He wants to. He's going to do what got him to where he is today. He's not going to change. His mentality is not going to so change. Not, let me change no. different word. Not mentality. How he plays as as far as passing the ball more. No. He already averaged what eleven assists last year. 10 yeah, assists? yeah, he did because he was the only player that even had the ball last year on that team. Right. So even when he threw assists, it was because he had the ball. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how much percentage it was of him having the ball in his hand. He had hands. the highest usage. Off, exactly. Uh, I think of all time. Exactly. I don't even know what it was. I don't know the exact number for that, but you could tell that was the case without even having to know what the number was. So. I just don't know. It's going to come down. It's going to be more than just game in, game out. It's going to come down to the big play moments. Russ could go on a tear. Absolutely. He's a phenomenal player. Russ can lose control and get out of control. Is right. Carmelo going to be able to check him on his team? Because this is Russ's team. Is uh, Paul George going to be able to check him on his I'm team? I'm going to be honest. You got two seeing stars. what Russ do, you, nobody's checking him. Exactly. You got two stars on your team now. It's not just one you're dealing with. Now you're dealing with two. It's your team. You just got paid. These two might not even be here next year. We don't even know if they're going to stay. They both got traded there because they wanted to get out of that situation, and they only got a year left on their contract, so they're one-year rentals. Westbrook decides, I'm staying here, so now – it's no question that it's Westbrook's team. Who's going to check him in that locker room? Uh, it ain't going to be, gonna Billy, be Donovan. Billy Donovan. For sure. <laughs> it ain't gonna Who's going to check him in that locker room? So I just think it comes down to chemistry when it when it comes down to that team. It, it, are they really the, ready to buy in into the winning fashion or are they more about themselves? That's really what I it's, think you got two guys that's more about themselves. Really three. And I think Russ is about himself. Russ you know why I think Russ is about his why why he's about himself because he resigned with the Thunder, right? Yeah, I think Russ did. Russ thought about it. Hmm. Do I take this money or do I leave? Don't get me wrong. I would have taken the money too. I'd have thought about myself too instead of leave. He could have left and got a ring somewhere else. He could have left and played for another team. Like I said, Paul George. I already said he wants to go play for the Lakers. Melo. Just needed to get out of New York. He's not staying in Oklahoma City. The mellow I know isn't staying in Oklahoma City after this year. So what if they do good? You think they have a chance of keeping them? I say, and what no. I mean by good is like go to the Western Conference. The Finals problem is you got to keep both. 
Yeah. The problem is you got to keep both. The other problem is you're in the West. Now, Paul George and the third problem is Paul George wants to go play in L.A. and he's from L.A. Right. So you got a guy who can go play back at home where he grew up at. You got a guy in Carmelo who's in Oklahoma City. I don't know what him and Lala's situation is, but I know he sure in the hell said he didn't want to come to Portland because it was too far away pretty much, you know, being that his kid was still out there uh, in New York. So that's that in itself. I don't see Carmelo being able to just stick around in Oklahoma City like that. I just don't see him staying in OKC. I just think it was a good move for him to get out of New York, go play somewhere, and still have a shot at winning because you are joining Russell Westbrook and Paul George. And they're going to win games. They're definitely going to win games. Because they're going to outscore some teams. It's going to be nice. But also, I'm telling you. They're a defensive team, It's not going to be that easy, huh? They're, They're a good defensive team, though. They're okay defensive team. Okay? They're they're good. They're okay. So what makes you think they're just okay? I think Paul George is a good two-way defender. I'm not that impressed with Russ as a defender. I'm impressed with him as an athlete. But now that's just no lockdown defender. Carmelo's not a defender. Steven Adams is. Steven, Steven Adams can defend. And everybody He's on the tough. bench that come out only pretty much Oh, don't even defense. talk about their bench. Who? Who? Who's on the bench, first off? Tell me who's on the bench. I can tell you who's on the bench. Jeremy Grant, which he can play. Negative. He can play defense. I'm talking about defense right now. Man, he is going to get cooked against some of these good teams in the NBA. He's not going to have to guard the best player. Who else? Uh, Terrence Ferguson. Who is that? He's a rookie. (laughs) Cooked. He's cooked. We gonna see, pal. He's cooked. We ain't. You ain't. Have you watched their preseason? He games? is cooked. The preseason does not matter. It don't matter. Since but when does the preseason matter in the NBA? It has never mattered. Exactly. But you get a feel. No, you don't yes, get a you feel. Do. No, yes, you, you do not get a feel in the preseason. They don't even play. These guys don't even really play. Your stars don't play. You got players that's coming in that. That's not going to play in the NBA. They're not going to be able to do what they – you're not going to have as much freedom. You don't get a feel in the preseason. They're just getting a feel for the game. They're getting a feel for the so game, look, but we're not getting a feel for who these teams are going to be. From The Brooklyn Nets were like 3-1 and one or 4-1, and one, I believe, in the preseason. I'm going to feel as far as what you get spurts of. For example, you got to see them three play together. Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo, right? Yeah. And we got a taste of what we could kind of expect. Not necessarily expect, but what it could be. i seen a, a team out there that could possibly play together. And if they do figure that out, they will be really good. I just think it's totally different circumstances. Basketball, in my opinion, is, is put into three seasons. You got the preseason, you got the regular season, and, and you got the playoffs. Those are all three completely different seasons. The preseason doesn't compare to the regular season, and the regular season doesn't compare to the playoffs. They're totally different seasons. Once stuff is on the line, nothing's on the line in the preseason. Right. Nothing's on the line at all in the preseason. But you do got three players who can score. Okay, I'll take that. In the regular season, when something's on the line where roles really have to get defined, I don't even think roles really get defined in the preseason either, by the way. I think roles get defined in regular from, season. In the regular season from now to Christmas. Right. From now to Christmas, we'll be able to say, okay, they got some good, solid, defined roles over there, and this is who this team is going to be going forward this season. The, the roles don't get defined in the preseason because half the time your stars ain't playing anyway. Right. So you don't even know – what these other guys are going to be able to do 
when they're on the court with these star players. So I don't think the roles get defined in the preseason. The regular season, the roles get defined. Then you got to see who's going to be accepting of their roles once you start defining them. Because you can start defining them, but that don't mean Carmelo has to accept his role. That doesn't mean Paul George has to accept his role. And that doesn't mean Russell Westbrook has to accept his new role. Then you go into second half of the year. Playoff time is coming. We're ramping things up a little bit. This year, you can't take rest. You can't take rest because that's why the season started already. The season started two weeks early because there's no more four games and five nights. They right. changed that rule for that. So now it's not going to be a bunch of, or unless you want to, you'll get fined. You maybe could play a limited amount of minutes, but you're not going to be able to say, oh, so-and-so's not playing tonight. Kawhi Leonard's not playing tonight because he needs rest because the playoff starts in three weeks. No playoffs more of that. Are, it's no more of that. That's out. So – it's going to be interesting to see, man, if they can not only figure out a way to define roles, but to accept them after they define them. So I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sold. And I, I, I haven't seen them play yet. Obviously, they play their first game tonight. But even in watching that Minnesota team, a team that I think has far less egos than the Oklahoma City Thunder does, you watched them last night, they looked uncomfortable. Their roles weren't defined. You watched Portland last night win by 48. They got majority of the guys back that were, that's that been on their team for yeah, the they, last they, couple they of years. they pretty much brought their with, team back. Yeah, with the exception of Allen Crabb and then Swanigan being a rookie coming up, they got majority of their guys back. Roles have been defined a while ago, and you can tell last night by the way they played that guys knew their roles, and they went out and won by 48 points. Things can change once other teams with some with a little bit more talent on paper start to figure out their roles. Things could the Blazers can continue to play well. They make it to the playoffs every year, so it's not like they're no slouches. But there's teams out there on paper that just don't have it all figured out yet because they haven't really played together. We really don't get to see the real teams until like around Christmas time. It's when we get to see who's for real and who's really not and and what's going on. I think and since we're talking about, uh, you said rookie, and that made me think of it, my rookie of the year pick will be Ben Simmons because I, I really like how he controls the game, his vision. Um, he was pretty much playing a point forward position. where he, he was playing point guard. He, he was playing even, point guard. He yeah. wasn't even playing. He, he was you, bringing the ball up. You just call it point forward because he's he, 16. Yeah, yeah. He was playing point guard yesterday in that game. He brought the ball up every time. And when I, he was in the game, LeBron to bring it up sometimes, but he you brought got it up Derek every Rose time. who might bring it up right now, obviously. Isaiah Thomas, yeah. when he gets back, he'll bring it up. Last year, he was splitting it with Kyrie, so that's why LeBron was labeled a point forward. Ben Simmons was a flat-out point guard last night right, in that game against right, Washington. Right. But I but I agree with you. And, and I was calling him point forward because he's guarding a small forward, bringing the ball up. Because they still yeah. got Jared Bayless out there. He's, nah, but... I get that. I mean, yeah. I get what you're saying, but I, I just truly think he's a point guard. And so, I, like, uh, I'm gonna flat out just say he's a point guard. Just, this year. just with them and, and what they got going on as far as the youth on their team. Once they figure out how to win and, and get into that winning culture, they'll be scary. So I say give the 76ers two to three years, and they will be a factor in the NBA. Can they make it to the playoffs this year? They can make the playoffs in the East this year, definitely. I agree. Definitely. I actually agree. I mean, they played Washington really well. This is the very beginning of the season, but I've seen flashes of of them making the playoffs, especially with the teams over there in the East. I mean, other than who Cleveland, Washington, Toronto, 
Milwaukee, the bottom four is really up for grabs. If you really yeah. really want to be, I mean, Celtics is probably going to make it, but yeah. they are they're not going to be. Without yeah. Gordon Hayward, I, I don't see them making too much noise in the playoffs or even really in the regular season. Charlotte might figure out a way. They know how to get in there. But they're up in the air. They're up in the air as um, well. Uh, Miami Heat, they're it's up the in east. the air. Yeah, it's, it's the, the east. east. It's the east. So with <laughs> it, the east, anything can happen in I the east I think 76ers right can definitely make the playoffs this year in the east. If yeah. everybody stay healthy too. Yeah, anything, anything can happen in the east right now, but. Yeah, I'm interested to see how things play out. Like I said, I still think Giannis is Giannis a top five player yet in the league. It, I can see the argument for it. I I personally will put him right there. He's in my top ten for sure. Yeah, but he's top five. He might change my mind this season. That's what I. I they, he's I was right asked, on the outside looking yeah, in. Yeah, I was asked that on the radio this show on the radio show this morning because I've been vouching for Giannis coming in. Like I said. He was my prediction to win MVP this year. And then he goes out last night, and he absolutely dominates the Boston Celtics. And I'm, did you see the highlights? Yes, I did see I'm, the highlights. Scoring, I watched some of the game, too. Oh yeah, I was flipping back pass, and forth. League, league pass is free, is free right for now. the first week. So for those of y'all out there that don't know, that hasn't been able to watch every game that might not have league pass, it's free right now. Take advantage. Take advantage. But, but even with that being said, so I watched some of the game. I was flipping channels, watched a little bit of him. I was watching a little bit of Brooklyn. I was watching a little bit of um, the Philadelphia versus Washington game. And right. then after that, you know, obviously I cover the Blazers there in my market. So after that, I just watched the whole Blazer game through and through because I got to watch every Blazer game right. pretty much through and through. <laughs> it's my job. So that was that. But, yeah, I um, I think Giannis is top ten. I'm not going to sit here and say he's – because you got to think about it. You already got LeBron and KD. Yeah. You can't put them above them. I'm not putting them above Steph. I'm not putting them above Kawhi. I'm not putting them above Russ yet. I'm not putting them above James Harden yet. Yeah, see, exactly. That's exactly. six right That's there. That's six. That's but, six. But I did say the same thing. After this year, one of those guys might be off that top five list. And they just might. might. He just they might just be there. Because he, he, he looks really good. I mean, even Kevin Durant said it, that he has he could be the greatest player to ever play. 22 years old. He's only 22. He's, he's 22. 6'11". He can dribble. Once he figure out his jump shot all the way, he's going to be scary. Oh, he's already scary. Yeah, he's, he's already He's scary. already scary, so... Yeah, Giannis, he, he's he's outside knocking on the he's door. He's a freak of nature. He definitely is. He's he right he there. Definitely I definitely is. think he will It will be. be his league one day. It will be. It will Because he's only 22. Five years from now, he'll be the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Hands down, bar none. Nobody's coming in the league. I had somebody tell me the other day, uh, have I ever seen Michael Porter Jr.? He's not going to be better than Giannis. No. Not no. right away. Not, not right, right away. Not, not right, no, right away. He, he's he's got to let Giannis have his turn first because Michael Porter Jr. is going to be something special. He's 6'10", too, by the way, right. and, and can do it all. He's right. going to be special, too, but nah, I'll give it to Giannis. I'll give it to Giannis. But anyway, the NBA, we'll be covering that all year long, man. It is what it is. You know, we love hoop on this podcast especially. But now we got to get back to the political side of things a little bit. NFL owners, they had the meeting, they met, they um, they pretty much decided not to penalize players for taking a knee. Yep. They suggest that they uh, stand for the anthem, but they're not telling them they have to. Right. And some people have a problem with that. But you know what? I, I'll be 100% honest with you. Obviously, I support taking a knee. 
I support um I support protesting. Right. I support Colin Kaepernick. I think he should have a job right now. By the way, he filed a grievance uh, claim against the NFL for not having a job yet, saying that the owners are in collusion. I support I support who I support. I know what side I stand on and I know what side I support. But also what I personally believe the owners are trying to do is they're trying to say, listen, if we continue to talk about this, if this continues to be a headline, right? we're going to continue to lose fans. We're going to continue to deal with the controversy. We're going to continue to lose money. Whatever. They say that they're losing money. I personally don't believe that it's the reason they're losing money. But basically what they've been trying to argue is that players taking a knee is bad for business. What they believe is if we let these guys take a knee, people get used to them taking a knee. Taking a knee will get forgotten about. This exactly. is my this is my opinion on it. That makes sense. I believe they feel like, okay, if you let these guys take a knee, instead of every week saying, Oh, such and such can play, Jerry Jones saying his players can he'll take a knee with the team one week and then they don't take a knee. If the owners sit there and say, All right, listen, we suggest that these guys stand for the national anthem. But if they decide to take a knee, so be it. Just let it happen. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to put any statements out about it. It's not going to continue to be a headlining news story. And eventually it'll go under the rug and get fizzled out. Exactly. I personally believe job well done by the NFL players, even if it does fizzle out. And here's why. Let's say, and I pray to God this doesn't happen, but... It's it's happened before. Obviously, that's why these players are protesting, and it's not to say that it can't happen again. Let's say another big-time story comes out, a big national story comes out about an African-American man getting killed by a police, an unarmed, whatever the case may be. Right. Then taking a knee will resurface. So now that the seed has been planted and the NFL players have already done it and now the owners have said, you know what, we're not going to do anything about it, let it fizzle out and guys start standing back up again and the big news story hits. Boom. These guys are taking a knee again. Boom. The light is being shown on the social issues that we're taking a knee for in the first place. And I just think that <clears throat> they've planted a good seed. The NFL players have planted a seed by doing that. But the owners are like, you know what? We kind of want to wash our hands with this and move on. And, and move if we on, just yeah. let them do what they do and – not sit here and act as if we're slave owners because they are just, you know, they have a First Amendment right to be able to do this and to express themselves in this manner. Right. And it's already being looked at as us treating our players as slaves. If we don't allow them to, you know, to utilize their First Amendment right, then we can just step back, say, you know what, go ahead and do your thing, and eventually it'll get forgotten about. And it's saying, like, in a way, they're they're touching the fans that that are boycotting, you know, the NFL over right. over uh, the protests by letting them know, like, we definitely think the players should stand for the national anthem. We don't want to disrespect the flag or anything, but we also don't want to forget that we do support equality. We do still support uh, against police pr- brutality, and and we definitely feel for the communities that support us too. Right, and so um, it's a way of them not necessarily picking a side they're playing both sides yeah, is what they, they're, doing. they're playing both sides but but because like i said i for them they're saying they're flat out saying oh yeah we think players should stand but they're like 
you know what? Go ahead and take a knee. <laughs> They're playing both sides to kind of exclude themselves right, and get themselves right. out of it. Like, yeah, like you said, they're pleasing these people, saying, you know what, we agree with y'all. They should be standing. But they also know these are their moneymakers. These are their players, and these players come from communities that's heavily affected by social issues, and they're not just taking a knee for any old type of a reason. But I just think they want to get this thing kind of forgotten about. They, they do. The NFL has not been a good light shown on them lately. I mean, yeah, they went from even before with the concussion conversation, and right, now, now, which is still happening. Exactly. And now we got the the social issues that's going on, the political. We got the president, which nobody's surprised that he's involved. But we got him all the way involved, and the vice president involved. So. The, all the attention they're getting right now, they don't want it. They don't want it. They don't. They're not getting good. And then their ratings been going down. A lot of people don't know NFL ratings been going down far before, before this happened. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, and so, no, they like to bring it up. That's the reason. But all the attention the NFL is getting is hardly for the actual football that's being played. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people are are were starting. You know, people start to get tired of it. It's just the truth. Yeah, people that's get true. tired of it. Yeah. We can't get tired of it because we're trying to stand for something here. But what I'm saying is some people do get tired of it. And they're like, okay, when is this all going to end? When is I don't like my politics intersected with my sports, which is an absolute lie. It right. happens, it's, it's been happening no, since sports. You don't, you don't like your politics that you don't, don't want, want involved in sports. Exactly. That's exactly. what you don't want. So, so you got that whole deal going on. You, right. you got people. And it has been a headline for quite some time. I mean, Colin first took a knee over a year ago now. And this story has been continuously been headlining for it. And I'm going to tell you, it's interesting because right now, today, in today's age, in today's era, news is so on demand. I haven't seen a news story last this long in a long time. Very because long news time. gets, with so much news coming out daily, other news just gets forgotten about so fast. Yeah, what's here today is gone tomorrow. Yeah, that or or it was here today is gone today. Shit, yeah, I mean, it, it, it moves like, that fast. It, yeah, yeah. It, it moves fast. So it's like, I don't, I don't remember what I read. I mean, it's partially I do because I had a radio show this morning. But <laughs> if I didn't have a radio show, like I wouldn't remember what I read this morning. I'd nope. only see what I'm looking at right now. Everything's like, a hype. I mean? You know, it, it's, it's real popular. It's going, going. But then the next thing takes over that, and then the next thing takes over that. And and right now, um, this headline has consistently been a headline. Right. It's like even I mean, I, I, I can Instagram right now. I have an Instagram, obviously. I don't remember whose pictures I like today. No, not at all. Man. I know I like somebody's picture, but yeah. I couldn't sit here and be like, oh, unless it was like a huge. Today hasn't been a huge milestone day on Instagram. Usually, you'll know if it's like a huge milestone right, day and somebody right. posts something like that. But today I haven't seen any milestones. So. I couldn't even tell you whose picture that I liked on Instagram today. I couldn't tell you one picture I liked on Instagram this morning. Right. Because I know the next time I get on there, I'm going to see something else. I know, you know, it's just that easy to forget about. I know after Instagram, I logged on to Twitter, then I logged on to Facebook. Because, you know, especially in my case, all of that goes with my radio show. But I don't know. I exactly. don't know. I don't know who liked my I couldn't tell you name for name who liked my picture or whatever that I right. posted or my tweets. So it's like stuff gets forgotten about so fast nowadays that I think a lot of people have gotten accustomed to that. And that's why people started to get tired of this story, because it's been a headlining story for a year now. Right. That's pretty interesting. And that to me says job well done by the NFL players. 
because even if the story does fizzle out, we now know the NFL owners have said that, hey, these guys could take a knee. So first off, I think first and foremost, before we even talk about the negative that could possibly happen because it's happened before and that's the reason these guys are protesting. Let's think about it from the positive standpoint. Since this has been an ongoing storyline for a year now, do you think it's not on some of these police officers' conscience whenever they're in a situation where they may have to pull a gun? It's on their conscience like, I might not want to do this today. Yeah, because the spotlight is going to come with it. Because the spotlight is, yeah, it's, it's going to come with it because it's on it so heavily right now. Exactly. But like I said, what it also allowed for, if it does happen again, then players could be like, you see, it, this is why we took a knee and take why. another one. You know what and, I mean? And, so, And people need to understand that when you do something, as far as like what they're doing with taking a knee in the pro- silent protest, it, it's not to make the actions happen right now. It's just to make aware. It's awareness. It's awareness. Like you just said, the police officers now are more aware of their actions, even if they really want to be a hateful cop, which I'm not saying all cops are hateful. There's a lot of good cops out there. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, for sure. But on the ones that aren't, it's on their brain now that I can't just do this. And and, get away with it. And just get away with it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be in the spotlight. It's going to be a big thing. And so if if that was enough uh, to get a cop to, to... do the right thing, job well done. Job well done. Job. If even if it was only one cop, man. Yeah, exactly. People, I know this story has reached everywhere, but even if it's only one cop, job well done. And that's what a lot of people try to look at masses and numbers and everything. All it takes is one. If one cop, my, and I'm sure one cop's mind was changed after this. If one cop's mind was changed after this, if one person's mind was changed after this. Job well done. Job well done. Job well done. So, uh, you know, like I said, I respect the players. I, I I don't think the NFL owners are tricking me, though. I know what they're doing. They oh, just, yeah, they yeah, just we want know. this to no longer be a headline anymore. And quite frankly, it may or may not be a headline anymore, but I see what they're doing. They're doing what's nah, in their power to not make it a headline. This is going to be a headline at least for the rest of the season. The reason why I think is because players are, are going to keep kneeling, right? But Cap got his grievance uh a claim yeah. right now yeah, going on, right. and so you know, with, whenever that gets done, that's going to get right back up. Whatever decisions made, and then, right. um, and then, like you said, all it takes is for one more incident to happen. And this, and this is something else I want to talk about because I've been thinking about this, and I've been listening to you know, I listen to other people, and I've been hearing a lot of people, and I think my mind has kind of changed on it in some ways. I wasn't like hardcore, like. Colin Kaepernick needs to speak more, but I've been hearing a lot of people saying, you know what, Colin Kaepernick needs to come out and talk more. And I've been hearing a lot of people talk about, well, he said he wouldn't protest, any, whatever the case may be, whatever, whatever. First of all, there's not a timetable or a time period for how long a person should or could protest. I, I don't believe. I feel like it's more of a lifestyle. And that's why I respect Colin Kaepernick because I'm like, yeah, maybe he should stay say more because he's been the ring leader in all this turmoil. He started this last season, but he's not even in the league right now this season. But people are like, yeah, well, Colin needs to speak out because the message is getting lost. A lot of p- people feel like the message is getting lost. But then again, I sat back and I thought about it. I'm like, but Colin is out here living his activist life serious. Like he's out here supporting these groups. He's out here 
giving backpacks. He's still out here with working with movements to make things better, to make exactly. social issues better. So I'm like, yeah, he could say something, but all that's going to do is get taken out of context as well. A context as well. Right. It's going to exactly. get taken out of context. And then what? <laughs> All, all somebody on the internet is going to try to do is manipulate it. People are going to figure out a way to try to manipulate the message again, just like the first message got manipulated, by the way. Let's exactly. not forget that the first message did get manipulated. Do you think it's not going to happen again? It will. So I respect the fact that Colin has said, you know what? I am going to sit back and, and be quiet, but I'm going to make this a lifestyle. I'm going to give back. I'm going to donate my money. I'm going to go spend time with these youth out here that needs help. I'm going to do backpack giveaways. Every Colin has been working, bro. So you can't. And, and you now, know what people now say, Now I'm too. filing a claim. And you know, you know what people say. People love to say, well, he's doing all that talking. What is he doing? What oh, he's doing, he every, doing? Exactly. And, and you you know, can't say that anymore. Yeah, now you can't say that. You can't say that. So now you want him to talk again, right? Exactly. I I don't think he has to say another word. I think he got the message out there. I think it's 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 loud and clear. I think there's actions behind his message. So now he doesn't quite frankly, if he doesn't want to take a knee, he doesn't have to take a knee if he were to get a job again. Because now his actions are showing he brought awareness to it. And now that he the awareness is there, he's taking things to the next step in the next level and has put some action behind it. What more do you want from from the man for him to go back and say something else so that people could manipulate that and turn that story into something exactly, else that yeah. it isn't like this story has turned into? And like this reminded me of uh, I'm going to use a quote from Tupac. Um, he wants to spark the fire in someone else. You yeah. know, give them the inspiration, the motivation to stand up for what they feel is right. And. That's the, that's the overall message. Now he do have a lot of people on board right. and, and, and protesting. for The ones that are protesting for the, his message, because we do have NFL players that did take a knee for pretty much go against Donald Trump. Right. But the ones that are doing it for the right message, that he, the message he chose, I feel like um, he did what, what he wanted to do. And so the protest could end today. Yeah, it could end today. And, and, and I wouldn't mind it. Exactly, because it did what it was supposed <laughs> it to do. It did what it was supposed to do, man. So I, I just I had to say that because I've been hearing it a lot. Like, where's Colin? Where's Colin? Oh, Colin is in the hood somewhere giving away backpacks. Colin is somewhere donating his money uh, to social justice groups. Colin is somewhere putting action behind the initial message, the initial message that he started when it came to all of this stuff. So... Colin doesn't have to keep talking. He doesn't. He, he quite doesn't. frankly, yeah, he definitely we're going to keep talking because that's what we talk. <laughs> we got a podcast. <laughs> I got a radio show. I, it's what I do for a living. So quite frankly, I'm going to keep talking. Colin, does, he, he doesn't have to keep talking. Nah, He's he putting doesn't. action behind it. So I just want to say that. I, and I, and like I said, I was I felt like from hearing so many people say, you know what, where's Colin at? I started to kind of think the same thing. Like, where is Colin at? Right, And right. I sat back and thought for myself for a minute, like, man, Colin's somewhere in the field right now. He working. Like, Colin, he in the field. He putting in work. He get his Colin hands dirty. Colin behind him. I mean, like I said, I'm not saying what, I, what we do isn't work because I definitely think that it is. And I think it's good for us to utilize our platform and speak for people who – don't have a podcast who may agree or disagree with us, but can relate to us who don't have a radio show. I, I, I understand that we have a platform as well in doing what it is that we do. Exactly. So, so I, I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with people speaking, but I also don't think it's nothing wrong with people who don't speak either. So that that's just what it is for me.
But uh, since we're talking NFL, man, before we get up out of here, man, we two and four. Oh, Lord. We play the Chiefs tonight. So Thursday night football, Oakland Raiders versus Kansas City Chiefs. We're two and four. We play the Chiefs. We're going to whoop that ass. And um, <laughs> and what else What else you want me to say? Hey, yeah, I think Navarro <laughs> Bowman is going to give us not necessarily his play, but the excitement of having a new player, a new defensive leader. I think that's going to give us a, a good energy boat. And our season is on the line tonight. Yeah, I'm man. Say, it's our all season is on the line tonight. <laughs> yeah, we so lo- we going to whoop that if ass. If the Raiders lose tonight, their season is over. We going to whoop that ass, man. That's all I got to say. That's what, I that, that, that is what it Chiefs is, too. Is, Chiefs are a damn good team. They got a lot of good players. They, they're fast. They got position players. Alex Smith has been looking good defensively. They're solid. They're 5-1. I'm, I'm going to say this, too. I think they got a little exposed on on Sunday. And By those not, Steelers. And it's not because of them just losing. It's because how they lost. It was a physical game, the yeah. most physical game they've had this year. Marshawn's got to go hit. He got to go get down tonight. They got to they gotta pound that ball. They got to because Le'Veon went. Off on them boys. They would. They just out muscled them. They yeah. were just straight. I mean, you could just see some of the, the tackles, which is they were way more physical and that bothered the Kansas City Chiefs. I agree. So tonight, Raiders, they uh they play the Chiefs. You know, today is also um it's an it's a sports eclipse. For real. So so you got oh you got yeah you got NBA you got NFL and you baseball, got MLB right? yep you got hockey oh and you got College football. All tonight. All tonight. At the same time. At the same time. It's all going to be going on. Well, yeah, it's all going to be going on tonight. Like, all those games are happening today. So, that's considered a sports eclipse. It's very rare that you get all of those sports, that many amount of sports, especially like the major sports, playing in one day. Because, like I said, you got MLB, hockey, NBA, and football. And you still got a college football game happening. I think it's Memphis or somebody. Right. Somebody's playing in college football tonight. So, yeah, you got a sports eclipse there as well. So I thought that would be interesting to put in because we talked about that a little bit on the radio show this morning. So with, rank them. Rank them because we ranked them this morning on the show. Of, of most important? Yeah, greatest to least. So so you got NFL. Obviously, you don't you don't have to do it game by game. You could do it more so by league. But do consider the MLBs in the playoffs. Yeah, I was getting do ready consider, to say, since MLBs you know I mean? in the playoffs, I think they're going to be at number one. But personalize it, though. Oh. I do consider MLBs in the playoffs. Do consider – you're a Raider fan. Do consider you're a Thunder fan. So do consider it'll go like this. It'll yeah, go like consider this. all of that. Raiders is coming first. Okay, this is the Thunder was, first game. They I got was the same way. They got 82 games to go. Okay. Uh, I watch baseball at times. I really wait to the World Series. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I do. And if I do, if I were to like really choose a team, I like the Oakland A's. So, right. Same here. Yeah, so um, I've just been supportive of CC because he's from Vallejo, true, 707 true. So stand I, I up. I would go with the Raiders first. Uh huh. I would go with the Thunder second. Okay. Then I would go baseball. Okay. Then college football. Uh huh. Then hockey. All right. Well, that's good to know. We got Rodney's picks right there. So for me, I think, what did I say? I said football. I said NBA. Then I said baseball. Then I said college football and hockey. Shit, all shit. Exactly so the it's same. It's the same. Yep, yep. So. It is what it is. But uh, before we head out of here, I want to leave y'all with the same message that I always do. Oh, first of all, first, 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 first. <laughs> Let me remind y'all. Let me remind y'all. Let me remind y'all. Like I said, the merch is here. The merch is in. Be on the lookout. Next week, we're, we're blasting it everywhere. The merch will be up for sale. 
Um, if you're here in Portland area, unfortunately, I'm not in the Bay right now. That's, that's my hometown. But if you're here in Portland and, and you want to meet up and, and purchase a shirt, we could do that. We're going to be hustling. Feet to the ground, pedal to the metal is going down. Give them a sales but page. we'll also but we'll also be online. We'll mm-hmm. be online as well. So right. you'll be able to order shirts. We'll be shipping shirts out. Just support. Subscribe to the podcast. Keep enjoying us. Keep loving us. We're gonna keep doing our thing. Hey, hey, hey let them know. Any, yeah. We 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 uh the wake up and win shirts, you know, they're very positive shirts. You can apply them to whatever life, they're stylish. And, you know, we're going to be modeling them next week. Absolutely. And, y'all, Absolutely. and once you see us in them shirts, y'all going to want to get y'all one, too. Yeah, you, we're doing it all, man. It's it's, it's no hose bar. Like you said, it, it applies to any kind of a lifestyle. Everybody needs to stay woke. Everybody wakes up in the morning unless you're dead. But if you're listening to this show right now, you ain't dead. So you wake up every day, and I hope you're not a loser. Or I hope you don't aspire to be a loser either. So... Like, with all that being said, I just want to leave y'all with the one thing I know to leave y'all with, and that is to stay woke and go win.